Hi, this is Skylar. <laughs> this is Ashley. And I think we might have also not said our names last time again. Yeah, probably not. Nope. No, but it's a new episode. It's a new day. It's a new dawn of an era. No, just kidding. Coronavirus is still a thing. Um, I was just trying to be light about the horrible situation we're all in as a world. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Today we're covering Tiger King. Yeah, so we recently just watched Tiger King. Yeah. And it was pretty crazy. We'll talk about that later. But just so you guys know, since we've failed to mention in our previous episodes, at the beginning anyway, every single one of these are most likely going to contain spoilers for whatever we're talking about. Thank you, Ashley. You're welcome, Skylar. Spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! Bow, 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 bow. Turn this <laughs> off if you don't want to get spoiled. I don't have any sound effects. We don't have, like, a board. You're right. We don't. Oh, we could always take our phone and go, like... Uh, hold on. Spoiler! Anyway. Anyway! Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. How, how have you been doing, Skylar? I've been pretty good. I mean, I'm working from home still, dreading the time that stops, because it's definitely going to end before the end of the lock-in, shut-in, whatever you want to call it. But, you know... I'm happy to be here with you. That's nice. Aww. Yeah, I mean, it's been fun here. It's just weird, but, yeah. I mean, we leave for essential things. And we go on a walk every day, so that's really nice. Yeah, and it's a lot of other people are out walking. I feel like at the beginning there wasn't a lot of people, but now there's, like, so many people out. We have to, like, dodge everyone. Yeah, I feel like I used to walk these streets every now and then. <laughs> Uh, before this is a funny sentence yeah walk these streets i would walk these streets <laughs> every now and then just to check out what the whole town was about but um yeah i would walk around every now and then and there weren't many people out there usually a couple old people out taking their stroll and some people taking their dogs out now every time we turn down a street you have to plan how you're gonna crisscross because there's multiple people walking down both sides of the street yeah and it's you know weird for a little neighborhood to constantly be crossing back and forth well i think everyone's just getting kind of stir crazy and they're all like going outside we actually just went on a walk and we passed this group of people that are just hanging outside they're just like not separated at all no, you know having they were a good time all hanging around their car at the same time like inches from each other just because you're doing the same thing that you would do inside outside like if there wasn't a quarantine doesn't mean you're social distancing no we actually saw my friend michael lawrence out on the walk and it's the first time ashley saw him yeah, it's the first time i met him and it was weird because like i haven't really seen anyone besides like skylar and like yeah, I just haven't really seen anyone besides no. you. Like maybe was... your personal therapist. Yeah, like your well, physical therapist. Yeah, my physical therapist. But 
personal um, therapy. <laughs> I have that one of those too. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the first new person that I've met recently. Yeah. And also since this all started happening, my first instinct was to like shake his hand or give him a hug. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I can't do that. No, I was worried he was going to come at you. And I was <laughs> like, because he stopped and got out of the car and came around. And yeah. I was like, how close is he about to get right now? And he stopped like right at the perfect space. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. But it was really nice to see him. And be like, oh, look, this is the person I live with, Ashley, my girlfriend, who I constantly talk about. (laughs) And this is my friend, Mike. It was crazy because we were talking about things that had happened 10 years ago. And Ashley was like, holy crap. I haven't even known you for 10 years. No, you've barely known me over a year and a half. So, Oh, our anniversary is coming up. Not our anniversary, our one year and six months. Yeah, yeah. 420. 420, baby. Yeah. That's 10 days after our cat's birthday. It sure is. We should, or- we should order him like a birthday cake. Yeah? Yeah. A cat birthday yeah, cake? Yeah, I think they have. I, I like looked them up briefly. Okay. It would be fun. We can get him a little hat. Oh my goodness. He would hate that. Would this actually get here before his birthday? I don't know. But I'm just saying like ordering things right now is not great. Also, Amazon... And a bunch of other delivery places are about to go on strike. I think that was today. It Did it last or is it... I honestly haven't looked into it Me that neither. Much. I just heard that they were going on strike. It was like Instacart and like other delivery drivers because they're not getting any protection yeah. from... Unsanitary com- work conditions is what yeah. I read online in a headline. So it's not necessarily that they're like in unsanitary work conditions it's just that the companies aren't providing them with any like paid sick leave or um like protective equipment like hand sanitizer or masks or anything which i totally understand i think yeah if you're out there and you're working right now then you're entitled to those things totally totally it sucks everybody's sold out of that stuff everywhere So it must really suck when you're trying to get that stuff for your employees, but it's gone. And then they're like striking because of it. And they're like, we're trying. I mean, it's also just because they don't get any paid sick leave. But also, I think that's just kind of like a it's a weird gray area because Instacart people and like Postmates delivery people are not contracted, you know? You kind of choose when you work. No, it's not like you're on a schedule and you're like, oh, well, I was supposed to be working today, yeah. but I'm sick. And that's when my company would be like, oh, here's your sick day. Yeah, but I definitely need to read more about that because I feel like there's a lot going on that I don't know about. There is a lot going on that I don't know about. There's definitely a lot going on all around this country that I am not reading about. And that's why we watch movies. Yeah. And watch other depressing things like Tiger King. (laughs) Yeah, so we um, started Tiger King like last week. And then we we were like watching it pretty slowly. But last night we finished it. Yeah, I'd say we were doing an episode every other day. And we were really kind of focusing on Kingdom. But just the other day, yesterday, we were like, let's knock it out so we can just talk about it. Yeah. Let everyone know what they're missing. Yeah. So if you haven't heard about Tiger King for some odd reason, I feel like everyone's... It'd be so weird. You'd at least seen a meme from it. So Tiger King's on Netflix. Um, It's a documentary series. It's mostly about this guy named Joe Exotic and like his journey, I guess. I don't know. But it's like about um, people keeping wild animals in captivity 
and it's very interesting. It's an interesting show in the way that there is a mystery that they reveal up front and you're kind of just trying to figure out how it all got there. Especially because there's multiple people involved. It's not just a tiger captivity issue. It's a lot more than that. And you're meeting a lot of people that keep tigers in captivity. That should all be a crime, but that's not even what it's about. Yeah. So, like, at the very end, they have, like, text that comes up on the screen. And it says that there's anywhere from, like, 5,000 to 10,000 tigers that are held in captivity at the moment in the United States. Yeah. And then there's, like, less than 5,000 in the wild. Yeah. Which is worldwide. That's insane to me. Yeah. Because... Oh, there's there, a helicopter. Heli, 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 heli. There are more in captivity in the United States than there are around the world that are free. That means there's other countries that have them in captivity too. So the worldwide number of how many are in captivity is, I don't even know. That's crazy to me because that means that this species only exists mainly now in captivity yeah i would say the two like main people are joe exotic and carol baskin yeah because they kind of have like a feud and it's just kind of about that feud the whole time there's one other tiger guy he actually owns like a whole zoo and he gets interviewed every episode but his story doesn't really cross over with theirs that much like doc Doc, Doc was that his name? Yeah, Doc. He's like the polygamist. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Let's just like talk about Joe Exotic for a second. He is um, a real uh, character. I mean, you think at first that he'd be a fun guy to watch. Like when I first saw him online, I, I was totally about him. I was like, yes. This is a crazy hillbilly that's gay. He has a blonde mullet. He sings songs. He, like, has tigers. How is this not cool? But, of course, you start to see what's beneath Joe Exotic. (laughs) I kind of think the way that it's structured, it's supposed to make you feel, like, bad for him in a way. Because, like, in the beginning. I think you're right. Because they're like oh, Carol keeps going after Joe and, like, all this stuff. I think that it's structured at first to make him look like something happened to him. Because, like, literally in the very beginning, you see that he's in jail. And he tells the audience, basically, listen to this story and you'll see that I shouldn't be locked up behind bars or something like that. He says, this story is so crazy and you'll see that I shouldn't be here. They play that same exact line at the very end of the show. It's one of the last lines that plays. And I remember looking at Ashley and being like, I think you should definitely be in jail. He should be in jail and all those people who keep those animals in captivity should be in jail. Carol should be in jail. Doc should be in jail. Okay, well, Carol should be in jail not only because she keeps animals in captivity, but because she killed her fucking husband. She straight up murdered her husband. (laughs) There's no doubt in my mind. So Carol Baskin is the other, like, main character, I guess, in the documentary. And 
her and Joe have like this feud going on. She's like always trying to get Joe in trouble because... Well, her thing is she's got a big cat rescue. Yeah. It's literally called Big Cat Rescue. So she tries to kind of like make it seem like it's a sanctuary. Yeah. So that means that animals can roam free and within this space. Yeah. But it's not a sanctuary. No. Literally, if you see the footage of her place, it's not a sanctuary. It's just a little teensy bit better than Joe Exotic's place. Only because she doesn't keep the tiger's cages together. Even then, I'm not sure that she doesn't. Like, she might have a place in the back that she never let the cameras go. Yeah. That they're all stuck together. It doesn't look any better. And so it super, super duper confuses me why she's doing this big fight to get all these animals freed to her place when it's the exact same thing. I would say that like if you are making a profit off of an endangered species because you're holding them in captivity, that's very exploitive and you should not be doing that. You should be jailed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) But I think like Carol's like big cat rescue is like more aesthetically pleasing. Like it's more presentable. So people kind of have it in their mind that it's better in some way. And she also has programs for volunteers to come in show up but there's different tiers and the amount of time you've been there the amount of things you've volunteered for and what level you can go and enter the tiger cage depends on your shirt level and all this stuff but none of those people none of them are paid i mean they are volunteers they're all volunteers there was a moment when they're talking about the lawsuits between joe exotic and carol Mm -hmm. And Joe kept doing different things to get the cases thrown out because his hope would they would stop trying to sue him because it would cost them more money to make new lawsuits and hire new people to do the same things they've already done. Yeah. But they were like, no, our goal is to shut him down. So the money we're putting into this is exactly what we're trying to do. So there's no reason to stop. Right. And it's like, you're taking all this money that are for the tigers, the tiger sanctuary you own, and you're suing this other guy who also is trying to help tigers. The way you both are helping tigers is wrong. Like, I definitely wouldn't say that they're trying to help tigers. No, that, that's the, also the big thing. But at the very end, they show Joe Exotic when he first started. He looked young. It was like footage from like the early 90s. And he was talking about how his place was for rescuing tigers Mm -hmm. but none of them should be there they should all be out and on bigger parts of land and throughout his life he stopped liking the tigers he just was about the money and i think that's happened for all of them yeah definitely because they're I think just because they see, like, how much money they can make off of it. So then they just kind of get addicted to it. And they're like, I guess this is the only thing I'm good at. So I'm just going to say this. If the only thing you're good at is exploiting um, another living thing, maybe you should just reevaluate your entire life and all your choices. I think we're, like, on episode four. And I was like, Skylar, like, I don't want to watch this anymore. It's, like, incredibly emotionally draining because 
it's sad so there's this part where joe exotic is like recording something because he films a lot of what he does because he's very attention seeking but i think what they also have like a in-house studio or something oh yeah Yeah. he has a home studio where he shoots a show every night for youtube basically so they're like filming something and there's a tiger that like won't stop gnawing at his shoe and then he starts kicking the tiger was it a tiger or a lion i don't remember but it was it's like, a tiger there and- was only like two lions in this that i saw there was a few but well, there's female lions yeah i think he actually might have been right it might have been a lion that was pulling him but yeah it was a big cat it was a big cat and he like starts kicking the cat and like it starts dragging him so you're like oh shit like what is he gonna do and i was not expecting this he literally pulls out a gun and like shoots in the direction of the cat and i was like what the fuck is he doing i thought he shot it i did too the cat just kind of stopped and like looked at him well it just kind of backed up yeah and then he started like shooting multiple times and there were like three different animals there they were surrounding him they were making him their prey and he was yelling at them him doing that probably made himself look more vulnerable like yelling and being like get away from me yeah fuckers like he had a cane at the time i think he might have torn his acl or something you know what i think is he got attacked by another big cat and he's recovering from that. And Maybe. They didn't really address it. No. And then he starts, like, hitting the animals with his Ugh. cane. Oh, my God. It just broke my heart. It was sad. How could you do that to a living thing? That was when I knew. I was like, this guy is fucked up. Like, yeah. I don't care about him anymore. Yeah. Because at first I was like, oh, like, I feel kind of bad for him because all these people are coming after him. But then obviously they he reveal more and more about him. Yeah. Like, at one point they're talking about how he had all these lawsuits going on with Carol. Mm-hmm. So he would go to his mom. Yeah. And tell his mom, like, oh, I have this lawsuit. And she, for some reason, had part of the the zoo on her name or something like that i think at one point they said that it was legal advice that they received that they should put some of the zoo in in her name name. yeah okay so once he did that he had access or he had the ability to go to his mom and get a signature and use her money yeah so he took like 88 grand or he like wiped his parents out yeah he did his sister was seeing or it was was his niece and they went to and they were saying like grandma do you know what he's doing and she said he put a piece of paper in front of me and i signed it i wouldn't think that he would do this yeah that's the thing he screwed over everyone yeah like he had a guy that came and lived on the zoo for i it seemed like a couple years but i'm not sure but he was the reality show producer. Yeah. And he made a deal where he could film anything he wanted, but he had to produce that daily show for Joe. And so he was like, that's easy. I know that this reality show concept is gold. After a while, they started getting in an argument about something. I don't remember what it was about. Yeah, I don't either. But Joe had to go to a funeral and then the day he was gone, they woke up at six in the morning and 
the studio had exploded. Yeah. It destroyed everything in the studio. The reality producers, all his footage was gone. Yeah. Dude said he, like, wept, just sat on the ground and wept. He said he didn't back anything up. No, which is like, come on, Come on, on man. Dude. <laughs> and then it also killed a bunch of gators. The first thing I thought is, like, is Joe. He left for a funeral, and then that happens. I don't know. This entire thing is, like, (laughs) incredibly bizarre. Yeah. I'm, like, getting mad thinking about it. Yeah. I was so mad just watching it. It's upsetting to know that there's people like this that exist. Oh, right. You know, I'm sure there are people just like Joe. You know, Joe's in jail now, but, like, there's people out there that are just like him who aren't in jail. Absolutely. I mean... Carol is not any better than Joe, really. I feel like she's just got more animal people on her side. She just she presents ha- as like this, you know, like very... Like oh, like a hippie that's yeah. like free. Like, I'm just trying to save the tigers. Yeah. She's not because... She has people coming to wa- like see them. Yeah. She has people paying to see her tigers, which yeah. is the main red flag there. Yeah. If you were really trying to save them, you'd be saving them and then finding a place for them to live free in the wild or also just have it donation based you know i would love if they found a 450 acre property somewhere and they're like oh we put a fence up around the whole thing yeah and then this is a tiger sanctuary yeah i heard that you're not even supposed to like keep well first of all you're not really supposed to keep tigers but they don't really like to be with other tigers like they're very like individual totally so you're not supposed to have them like close together yeah i would love for there to be like a place like you described i also like don't know the logistics if you have an animal in captivity you can't just let it out especially if you've had it for like a while that's what i'm saying like like, there is places where they could go, and it to them will seem like it's open. And at least that's better than what is happening to them now. Yeah. The goal would be for them to be in the wild, but since they're, or they grew up like this, the best case that I could see to help them but not cage them would be to have the giant tiger sanctuary somewhere. Yeah. Which there's definitely... Some places in America where there's 450 acres of open land. Or why not just take them to where they're, like, native and, like, find a space for that? I mean, obviously, these things are easier said than done, but... Well, that's the thing, because I feel like that would be having the U.S. and Africa or wherever they're from working together to, like, one, make it illegal in the U.S., capture them, and then bring them to Africa. And then Africa would have to have a place to put them and then have, like, this structure and make sure that they're out there in the sanctuary getting fed and not killing each other. Right. So I think the easiest way to make that happen for us just as a country would be to have, like, a giant thousand-acre tiger sanctuary And get all the people that just want to help tigers out there helping them. Not people that want to make money off of it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot about Carol that I don't like, but I especially don't like that she's a freaking murderer. Yeah. (laughs) So in the documentary, they talk about how um, 
her husband just disappeared one day and it was after it was like a night that he was planning on leaving like she said that he was planning on like moving cars to costa rica to me which didn't even make sense to me it was weird um and then like he just she just didn't hear anything from him yeah she was like yeah i just you know didn't follow I don't know. through yeah, yeah or like he just disappeared she was he like left. laughing when they were interviewing her yeah. about it which was just like so bizarre and then the she dude, didn't have like a demeanor that would have suggested that she was upset about him yeah. being gone or like him going missing it's one thing to have someone be murdered or die and then, like, 15 years later, you're talking about it, and you're like, ha, ha, ha. I don't know how long ago this guy disappeared, BT-dubs. They didn't really put a time frame on it. I don't remember how long it goes. Because she's married to a new guy who, yeah. who they've been together for years now. Yeah. So, I think it was back a while ago. I could say, like, oh, if this guy died, and then it's been 15 years, 20 years since he died... I could see looking back and kind of being a little bit not like, oh, but you'd still have that pain. And then it's like a whole nother thing if he disappeared. Like, you would never have that resolution. So talking about it would be so hard. Because there's no closure there. None. Carol just seems like a freaking psychopath. Like... Yeah. And everyone is saying that she, like, put him through the meat grinder and she was like, you would have to, like, cut up somebody into little pieces and then put them through there. I'm like, how do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you could, like, tell given the size of something, but it just seems, like, more calculated. Oh, yeah. So um, so much more. I mean, the fact that she she should just not have said that. No. The case is still open, and it's I believe it's still open. It's just, like, gone cold. Yeah. There's a couple things in this where they were like oh the case is still open yeah the arson thing yeah the that murder um i think that was the only two but (laughs) (laughs) oh there was like it wasn't his will but it was like something that was like written it was like a legal document and it said it specifically said in the event of my disappearance yeah not in the event of my death yeah it was the event in the event of my disappearance and how would you know that you would just disappear one day? Yeah. The the lawyer who, he's like, I read wills. That's what I do yeah. most of the time. I've never, ever yeah. in my whole career seen that. Yeah. And ever. Everyone they interview about it is like, I'm 100% sure she yeah. killed him. Everybody can say that they think he killed him, but they never found anything. So <laughs> that's it. Yeah, which is even weirder. I know that the, I think the sheriff actually asked for tips oh like Our, he was using the netflix yeah, documentary he was like well you. now since everyone's talking about it again if you know anything about this case like please send them in it's not a bad idea no it's absolutely it's not a great idea because like who knows i mean you could even find him alive somewhere i know what if he is still alive that, that would, would be that crazy. would suck for us as fans of carol as a murderer <laughs> There's just so much to unpack in this show, and it's just like, I don't even know what to say. I should have written notes. That's why we should start doing is writing down notes. Well, there was like more I was thinking about, um, because we never even talked about how Joe was married to two guys that are straight. When they first introduced Joe, well, they don't really talk about how he's gay. 
No. But they introduce it later on and then talk yeah. about how he is, he has a husband and then how he actually has two husbands. And one of them is pretty young. They, they got married at, when he was 19. Yeah. So I don't know how old he was like currently when that was being filmed. Yeah. But, um, <sighs> Travis was the 19 year old. And Travis freaking shot himself on accident. So I had gotten this spoiled for me that there was a guy who killed himself. Right before it happened, I was like, yeah, it's him. It's totally him. Because they start talking about his drug use and like yeah. all this stuff. And I was like, he's going to kill himself. It's the most unexpected thing. Yeah. Especially because they have camera footage of it yeah. from the other angle. And yeah. there's a guy sitting there and they're, you're listening to the interview with this guy and it slowly gets closer and closer. And you're like, no way. They were sitting in the office. One guy was in the corner. One guy was in the other corner. They're facing each other but looking. Travis was sitting underneath the camera so you couldn't see him. Yeah. So the other guy was like looking under the camera basically. And they're talking and he said that he had pulled out a gun and he kept pointing it at him. And he was like, man, stop pointing that gun at me. Yeah. And he's like, no, dude, it won't fire without a magazine. See? And he points it up to his head and pulls the trigger. Yep. And in the footage, you just see the guy put his hands to his face. Yeah. And you just see a there. flash and just, then yeah. he's like freaking out. He literally sat there. I watched the seconds tick by for 10 seconds before he even moved well he sat there and then he started talking to him he's yeah. like that's a joke like are you joking yeah he didn't because he was like oh travis was a big joker yeah and you could see him being like stop are you fucking with me yeah stop and then he started yelling at him like get up stop you fucking with me and you can't hear it all you yeah. just see his mouth and then he just runs out mm -hmm. and it was the most shocking thing because i knew it was coming yeah and it still shocked me oh my god it was crazy like to think that you're trying to show someone that this gun doesn't go off and then you fucking kill yourself it was just so sad and like the way they were talking about it made me like wonder if it was an accident like well i mean because they were like leading up to it right i thought the dude was gonna kill himself because he kind of like talked about like oh this is the last day i'm gonna be alive and blah 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 this yeah but the way he did it it made it seem like an accident i kind of feel like they were trying to make it seem like that was the obvious outcome yeah because they were like well he does meth he and that like this is all his life is is just doing drugs and pretending to be gay for joe yeah it's he had so much more potential in his life yeah and he met this joe guy and it, joe just kept him stoned and on whatever drugs he possibly could have wanted well that's what they said in the show but it's also like like i'm sure there's so much more there there's so much that we saw in the documentary but also i feel like there's so much we did not see oh right i feel like joe was incredibly like emotionally abusive or something or like 100%, manipulative 100 because like how can you stay around a person like that mm -mm. like knowing who they are drugs and like, yeah. And That's then, it. well, his other husband, I think it was John or something. Yeah. The dude had a lot of missing teeth. Yeah. He doesn't have any missing teeth now. I saw a picture of him. Oh, really? In, uh, like a recent photo. He was saying like how he did meth too. And now, now he's like fine. Yeah. You know, and he, how like he's clean. I mean, I just feel like, yeah, like you're saying, like Joe must have been very emotionally abusive. There was and just then, something else going on And then, there. like, to keep them from leaving, he would give them whatever they wanted. Yeah. Because they both 
said they slept with girls yeah normally like yeah. and while they were with them they yeah. would like sleep with the other people working at the park but they went home to joe at night i mean who knows when joe they showed joe at the funeral for travis and it all just seemed like another act oh my like god he was singing his songs yeah. which by the way he doesn't even sing yeah it's he gets someone in there to sing the songs for him and he just voice he just mouse lip over it, yeah. lip syncs it for the music video he sang at the funeral and you could see travis's mom there and she looked distraught like she yeah. was on something of course of course you're distraught she just lost her son yeah and then two months later joe marries another 19 year old kid yeah. and invites her to the wedding and she was like oh i thought other people it was joe her the guy she, joe's marrying and then the guy marrying them. Yeah. And it was all just a stunt to make it look like, oh, it's fine that Tr- Joe's getting married two months yeah. later because Travis's mom is there. He never spoke to Travis's mom ever again after that. But definitely the funeral just was like weird vibes. Fuck that guy. Like, he, why would you sing one of your own songs at somebody else's funeral? Right. Especially like if they, unless they were like outright like please sing one of your songs at my funeral you know yeah the that's the only way yeah that's the only time you should do that no the whole time he was talking at the funeral it was just cringe and then it was all about himself yeah it was all about like how oh he would oh my god he told the worst joke like oh no matter how hard i'd be working travis was trying to make me happy like yeah i'd be over there working and he put his balls on my face like everyone's seen his balls and it's like don't talk about a dead guy's balls at his funeral. You know, there's not a lot of self-awareness there. No. And the fact that he still thinks to this day that he shouldn't be in jail is just mind-blowing. Uh, yeah. Mind-blowing. That dude deserves to be where he is. And, like, the manipulation he tries to put on everybody around him is just sickening. Everyone involved in the show is just weird. And I feel like I don't know what they should be punished for necessarily, but they should be punished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We barely even talked about that doc guy. Oh, my God. And then the guy who ended up buying Joe's. Oh, my God. The guy who bought Joe's zoo. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe is yeah. a low-down individual. Oh, my God. He's, he's, he's one of those, messed up. Yeah. He's one of those guys that always has a biker jacket on, but never you never see him on a motorcycle. <laughs> and he always has a hat and, like, a bandana, bandana. on. And he has these, like, young women around him, and then, like, they're pregnant. And the worst part to me was he was sitting there with his wife, and they were, like, talking about having a baby. And then he, like, holds up a picture of, a uh, like, a their hot nanny. girl. And he's like, yeah, that's my nanny. He said, because they were that's, interviewing both of them. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, when she pops this baby out, we're going to get her in the gym. That just pissed me off. Right, because it's and then like, she just laughed and like hit him on the yeah. shoulder. And then he held up that photo of their nanny, and he was like, well, if we're going to have her around, then she better be good to look at or something yeah. like that. And then I saw a picture on Facebook of his wife and him, and and then the, la- the nanny holding the baby, and the nanny was all up on him how do people like this exist with other people around that are like on board for it like this a seemingly normal girl is like fine with him being uh like just a mentally abusive and oh god i don't understand the world babe (laughs) i don't get it 
It's hard, babe, when we're like so perfect and everybody else sucks. I know. Like, we, <laughs> we have morals and they don't. Like, where are their morals? He's just like one of those people that views everyone and everything around him as disposable, which yeah. is just such a disgusting attitude to have. Yeah. They interview all these people and they're like, as soon as he didn't need me, he just kicked me to the curb. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, that was every person he yeah. he had dealings with before Like, this. they all felt betrayed by him in some way. And even the person he was in business with now yeah. was saying that, like, at the very end, they were like, fuck this guy. I he hate, was, I'm so mad I started this. There was, like, another... He was, like, another zoo owner. And then they came yeah. into business together, and he they wanted to build a new zoo, like, a larger one, which yeah. I... I like the idea of that because it did look much larger than oh, yeah. like any looked, anyone else's. Like, see, the idea of it is always good. It's the execution that I yeah. think everybody fails in. The guy, I wish I remembered his name right now, but I don't. But there's so many people. He was like, I was the only one building anything, and also like I was putting all my money in it. And it's because Jeff Lowe doesn't have money. He just makes it seem like he does. Yeah, he yeah. comes in and he fronts, and then once things are happening, people realize that he's not actually putting money down. Everybody else is, except for him, he just like got it all started. And is trying to take credit for it. Yeah. Wow. What in a crazy, crazy show. At the end, I was just like, what a journey that yeah, was. <laughs> it was. Especially because we watched like four hours of it yesterday. Yeah. I, it, it was, was like, a lot. So draining, you guys. Yeah. Like, when I was done, I needed to sleep. I just was like, too. I'm dead tired. Everything about it is just sucks it's like a huge bummer it is it's sad and i wish animals didn't have to go through that but they do and unfortunately one of the people out there working to make it stop is carol i don't know what her deal is what i know for sure is that she killed her fucking she fucking killed her (laughs) husband she did it and you heard it here you heard it here first yeah We're the first ones to break this story. And Even now though you know. we were one of the last people to be watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though we watched this a year and a half late. <laughs> I when did it come out? No, it came out like last like week or something. Recently, oh, yeah. yeah. This is one of those things that I think Netflix was like, get this out now. Get this out now. Oh, it's yeah, perfect. It's perfect. Everyone's like in quarantine. Yeah. I want to go back and watch any Tiger King trailers to see if they actually the release date actually changed because yeah I feel or like, maybe it was just good timing yeah, yeah. it might have been every time they like put a tiger on screen or like a lion i was just like sad and i would look over at our kitties and i'd Aww. be like oh those are your cousins yeah and then i'd realize that we keep our cats in a cage called our apartment called our whole apartment <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, if you haven't seen Tiger King, you should watch it if you want to go on a wild ride yeah. of crazy emotions. Meet Joe Exotic. Yeah, Joe Exotic. But, yeah, I think that pretty much wrap. Uh, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps them some <laughs> I think that wraps up our episode for today. Yeah, you guys, we still don't have, like, you know, like, official social media or anything, which no. is fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> We're just taking it slow. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen when it happens. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, please rate us if you enjoy our podcast because that actually helps us. It's, like, something to do with the algorithm, you know? Yeah. It, like, helps us show up more. Give us some comments in the comments section. Yeah, you know, the comments section of every podcast or Since whatever. that exists? Yeah. Question mark? 
What are we going to watch next, Skylar? Um, we we still have Onward. We still need to finish Kingdom Season Mm 2. I don't know. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And follow me at Skymaster on Instagram. And Twitter. And Twitter, yeah. It's S-K-Y-M-A-Z-T-E-R. Sound like you're going to say some more there. No, it's not. It's not. But that's my email. Don't say your email. <laughs> I'm not trying to. They don't know what it's at. At Yahoo. At Gmail. At AOL. Okay, what? Who doesn't use Gmail, Skylar? It's whoa, fucking whoa, 2020. Whoa, whoa. Don't tell them what it is. Don't tell them. God damn it. Um, but yeah, you can follow me at Ashi Kim. Ashi Kim. Ashi. It's S. No, you're just gonna have to try to, you're just gonna have to figure it out, you guys. Okay. Why? Why? I don't have time for this. <laughs> oh, oh man! Now we don't have the time. All right, bye everyone. Um, bye. 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 No, you're not gonna sing. Okay. Bye. Yeah, I don't want you to sing. Bye. Oh, what?